Hi everyone, welcome to Girl Code. Hello everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. This is a future us episode. It's future Maddie and Caitlin coming to you live. In the future. In the future. (laughs) This is a banked episode because hopefully I am having a hell time in Europe right now. I'm sure you will be. I hope that you've flown over. I don't tempt me. This is me manifesting. Don't tempt me. I'm going to see how we go. Mm-hmm. It would be a very last minute thing if I did. Honestly, knowing me, I probably will. I'm feeling very spontaneous and reckless recently. Well, so, if you see Maddie in Europe right now, at this current point, you know it worked. You know, you know what's gone down. Hopefully, hopefully you're there shaking your ass on a yacht with me. Truly. Um. So yeah. We hope everyone's been well. We're all thriving. We're all thriving. So this week's episode, we decided to put up a question box. It's an Ask Girl Code mm. episode. Um, and this one's more on the life advice side of things. So sadly, no boy drama, no boy talk this week. But you know what? In saying that, I feel like lately people have been asking, you know, life. more yes. for yeah. y'all come and go and wave. Sometimes it's like everyone sh- boy shut drama. the fuck up. We don't care about anything except for boys. Yeah. And then other times it's like, uh, put a cork in it. We're sick of hearing about guys. Yes. So right now we're at the focusing on career goals friendships yeah. family life rather than boys which I love I'm here for amen you know sometimes you need to change it up a little totally. bit totally change the pace mm. well yeah because it's banked obviously we don't really have any interesting life updates life updates for you except for hoping that we're having a hell time yes insert like we like insert like a little like proof clip here yeah i don't know we could just do like a little audio recording of us oh yeah (laughs) we're like hey guys it's manny and caitlin we're currently fucked up in berlin (laughs) (laughs) oh that would be iconic stop so the first question is do any of you wear foot jewelry Stop that right now. Yes. <laughs> we get some of like some really we get, suspicious. <laughs> we get a lot of feet questions. I don't know what it is. And it's quite quite bizarre. I don't understand. Mm. Um, it is very strange. I don't know what it is about our feet that sounds so appealing, but I'm gonna tell you it's something. Weird. I've did have you had your toes done since Europe? Yeah, I that's like one of the first things I did when okay, I got home. I saw those hooves. They were bad. I can't talk right now. I had white polish on like about six months ago. Mm. I got them done and now they're just like little French tips. Cute. <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting this that done. That is rank. You need to go book in. Don't be fucking rude. <laughs> so yeah, to answer your question, no, I actually hate mm. foot No foot jewelry. So I don't mind an talk- anklet. Anyways, let's move it. on We're going to get feet. some more foot questions. Actually serious now. Would you chase a career that makes more money or a career with less money but makes you happier? I'd say happier for sure. Really? Definitely. Why would you – well, like, ideally – I know this is cheating, but, like, ideally both. Yeah. But I would rather be happy than be rich and so sad. What's the point? No. Tr- yeah. Truly. I think – I mean, I'm having something similar, I guess, where it's, like, for me, what makes me happy is flexibility, right? Yeah. I love being flexible in my days and I know I could go work a, you know, quotation, maybe more normal job, potentially Mm -hmm. earn more money and have more structure in my life. Um, Like, I mean, security in my life. But I'm like, that's not what makes me happy. I love having my work schedule as Mm. being, you know, quite free. Yeah. Does it come with some cons? 
Yes. Yeah. You know, it makes Mm -hmm. me a little bit anxious sometimes. But at the end of the day, I think what is most important is being happy. And if you're doing something you love, the money will always flow to you. Yeah. I think. Very truly. And even in random ways, you know, you might be working this job and not be earning as much as you could potentially make in a different career. But some, you know, opportunities will come to you. Mm. You know, they'll see that you're passionate about it. Yeah. Opportunities to move up. Mm -hmm. You know, or get poached from another company doing something similar where they yeah. can offer you more money. It's not. Don't just chase the money. Mm. Don't chase the money. Do you know a quote that I heard one time? Go on. We love a quote around here. Now, I, I potentially could be butchering this. Mm-hmm. But it's your career is a jungle gym, not a ladder. Okay. No. But Wait, you, I'm confused. So instead of like climbing straight oh, up, sometimes a straight you go line, down. You go sideways. True. You might. You know, Go like down for a second, come back up. Yeah, you yeah. might start off, gotcha. you know, working at a bakery, thinking you'd become a baker, but then you serve someone at the bakery one day who has, um, you know, a social media manager role available, mm. and you're like, "Fuck, I actually really love making TikToks." They offer you an internship there. You try yeah. that out, but you thought you wanted to be a baker, but then from that person, you meet someone else who actually introduces you, you know, to a photographer because mm. you're mm-hmm. doing a shoot with them, you know, and then you just. Keep moving around and that gets you to your end goal, but it might be something so different to what you thought it was going to be. And each opportunity leads you to the next one. Agreed. And that's why I think it's important just to chase what you're passionate about rather than just chasing the money. Yes. And just chasing opportunities and what suits your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and what you want at the current Mm -hmm. point. You know, I don't think, yeah. That's actually such a good point. There's more to the job Mm. than just the money. 100%. I just had a bit of an epiphany. Well, you can't even spend the money if you're not having a health time. Yeah, but there's definitely more, like Caitlin said, flexibility, freedom, all these other things that come with a job rather than just the salary. So yeah. you know, I love that. You have to really weigh up what you want. And while you're working at whatever job you're working at, I think it's really important to always be talking to people, networking, mm. getting to know Networking your is huge. Clients, if you're working in retail, talk to customers, get to mm-hmm. know them, find out. They might, you know, every job opportunity I've had has come from an opportunity at my previous job or whatever or through someone I know. It's, mm-hmm. Everything has always been a connection like also risk taking and risk taking yeah like I was working at a PR like media agency doing a job there and then through that I met a stylist and then through seeing her on set as being a stylist I was like wow I would like to do that mm-hmm. and then I jumped to that and it's just like you know everything everything flows the everything way it's, flows. the way it's supposed to yes so no it's not it's not about the money. No, it's just about the opportunities. Reminds me of that song. It's not about the money. Sorry. Is that Jessie J? Yeah. Okay. That was such a moment. Anyways, sorry. Carry on. <clears throat> Do you want to have Maddie's special singing time special now? Special singing time with Mads. What's five things that you would tell your 20-year-old self to start now? This is a hard one. We haven't really had much thinking time for this. this no. improv. Should we go one, like, one, one? Okay. Um, number one for me... At 20 years old, probably start saving your money. That was mine. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Ella. Yeah. I'd say save, but also- Live your life. Live your life. Mm. I think it's a balance. We love mm. the word balance on this podcast, but I do think I would say to be, start implementing some f- smart financial strategies early on is what I'd say. I agree. I know when I was 20, I would 
like some weeks have $50 left in my account after I paid all my bills. Mm. You can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> like it was truly times were tough, but if I took that $50 and perhaps put 10 in a savings account yeah. and just kept 40, like what was I really going to do with it yeah. anyway? Like mm-hmm. the week's over. $10 in an account. And then if I took all that money every couple of months, once it hit a few hundred mm. and I invested it mm. into an ETF, yeah. you know, something Bitcoin. very- Bitcoin. So, 20 years ago. 20, no, at 20, four years I mean, ago. actually, yeah, that probably would have been a really good time. Bitcoin, guys. But now, Dogecoin. I think it's crashed. Anyways. Probably. Don't do it. But Don't listen to us. Yes. Yeah, listen to girls that invest. Yeah. Not anyways. us. We suck. You're not anyways, us. Yes. Financials. Yeah. Just even small, tiny amounts. Like, even now, I'm like, oh my God, I should be putting, you know, a little bit more mm-hmm. away because next year we'll be like, oh my God, I wish I, you know, you always wish mm-hmm. you did that little bit more. Yeah. Even maybe educating myself a little bit more mm-hmm. I think if I became more financially aware at 20 yeah. learned about investing savings super like just if you understand everything I think it's a lot easier to obviously understand yeah. but you know yeah, yeah. want to save and do stuff yeah. when it all just seems like big boy confusing words yeah. you're like uh, whatever who cares too the hard finance bros only yeah so I think that would be number yeah, two I agree next one um my next one 20 year old self next one would be to I'm not sure if I had started to like properly look after my health at this point but I think making healthy decisions mm. so I think do you actually remember this just uh, flashed... <laughs> the ravioli <laughs> wait what oh I thought you were thinking about the ravioli uh, no oh. I just had a flashback to when we first started like getting into the gym remember we'd go down to the treadmill in that first apartment and like do like 20 minutes do you remember like be like i am done and we'd be like it was such we lived in a building and there was literally a gym downstairs yeah right didn't even have to exit the building no and we thought it was like the biggest mission we'd like put on our active wear like trek downstairs and we'd yeah walk on the treadmill for like perhaps even 10 yeah we do a couple sit-ups and be like oh my god let's go that was so hard that was so hard (laughs) (laughs) then we're like no i can't be able to go to the gym today yeah but I, I, what I think maybe I started getting proper. Actually, no, you know, I probably did around the age of mm. twenty. But I noticed such a change in my mental health as soon as I started getting into fitness and looking after my health. So I think I would start that as early as possible. Just mm. like you said, educating yourself on certain things, watching what you eat, eating healthy, nourishing your body. Because I think for both of us, mm. and also live your best life, eat what you want, have the best time. But oh, also. Yeah. We <laughs> made some really poor health decisions. We were disgusting. We were so disgusting. But we didn't know. We no. actually didn't know. That's what that's what I mean. Like educate yourself. Yeah. I remember thinking I knew how to cook, but like <laughs> I just thought that cooking was like just like boiling um which I mean it can be. Yeah. Ravioli, one mm. kilogram boxes of ravioli for like five dollars. Mm-hmm. And then jar sauce. And I was like, Yeah, I can, mm. we, can we can cook up we in this household. Cook. And then, oh yeah, chefs. Yeah, I think maybe just learning basic food skills. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. buy a recipe book, mm-hmm. learning how to eat healthily, like you said, just looking after yourself a little bit more, mm-hmm. like how to do a grocery shop. I didn't fucking know. I hated grocery shopping back in the day. I remember being so upset because cheese was like five dollars, and I couldn't believe like it was so expensive. <laughs> now, like lettuce That's, is like six dollars ninety. Yeah, it's so true. Actually, inflation, inflation. <laughs> Um, so was that yours as well? Do we oh. just kind of both do one? I'll give us, we'll go like three, four, five. Okay. Just share the same ones. Have higher standards. Love that. 
I think I was gonna say something off the back of that. <laughs> Are we, do we see each other? I no. I I was gonna say basically when someone shows you who they are the first mm. time, believe them. Truly. Yeah. It is hard. It's so easy in hindsight to say all so these things. Easy. But I know it is hard because when you don't know things, you don't know. Like you don't yeah. know what you don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I look at where I was at 20 specifically and I was accepting a lot of treatment that was not okay. Yeah. And I thought that it was like, fine mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas now no fucking way yeah you know mm-hmm. and I think that's and that goes for everything relationships that was me in my career as well I mm. was getting you know treated taken advantage of a little bit yeah. um, in that and also yeah just relationships and guys like just in general meeting guys I don't know I just didn't really know my worth as much or like value my time which I set boundaries which I do think does come with age True. It, it comes with age, but also, like, I would still say higher standards, babes. Yeah, and if you can learn it young. Yeah. And, you know, under, like, know mm. how to ask for something from your boss and know that it's okay to, you know, mm. if you think you deserve more money, stand up for yourself and yeah. ask for it. If you feel like you're being taken advantage of, stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, like it's a two-way street yeah. as an employee mm-hmm. and, you know, them being your boss. Like, you both have to be happy yeah. and having a good work environment. And I think that confidence does obviously come with age, like we said, but I kind of wish I had a little bit more, like, oomph when I was yeah. 20 to stand mm-hmm. up for myself because you just feel sort of just like shit. Yeah. And, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. And the same with guys. I just got treated like shit all the time and I was like, that's nah, fine. <laughs> yeah, do that to me again, babes. Or like guys that now I would never even look at, but because they were like, you know, maybe giving me attention, I was like, oh, maybe that is all I can get, you know? Yeah. Right? And you look yeah. at them and you're like, like no. the guy who played the guitar. I don't know if you guys remember that story. Like, what the fuck? That was so whack. <laughs> that was really a strange time in our But lives. like, <laughs> it, it adds character. It does. But I the, do. You have to have experiences like that, but also... Just be aware. Yeah. <laughs> know your worth. Know your worth. Uh-huh. My next one is not everything deserves a reaction. That's a good one from you. That is a great one from me. All right, Aries. I can be quite reactive. No, so that's in the sense I think in a lot of different areas, I think um, friendships, social media, I remember at this time was kind of when I first started posting on social media and – I copped a lot of backlash Mm. and it was just like a really hard time for me. I remember I was at at college at this point and Loki getting bullied Mm. and it was, I was really sad for a long time. (laughs) It was really sad. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. It was when you, I remember. My last year of uni was it? I was, I don't know. I I don't know. It was like your first year when you were at college. I remember. And then you moved into that apartment. um, And then I was happier And then you were okay. But it was around this time, sort of like late teens, um, And I would just say that, yes, not everything deserves a reaction. Sometimes the best response is no response. Amen. Focus on yourself. Do your own thing. If you are dealing with, like, bullies or drama, block it out and Mm. just keep doing what you're doing. That's so true. And I feel like at 20 as well is that age where you're out of school and you're still trying to, like, find your feet a little bit. You've probably still got a few school friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not as close with them anymore. Yeah. You're meeting new friends at your job mm-hmm. or at uni and you're trying to, like, in this middle sort mm. of ground. I feel like when you're 20, you're, like, 
kind of just in this like transition. You're in a phase. very transitional phase. It's mm. extremely, it's a bit, huge growth phase. Yeah. So like you said, I think just wean out, like cut off the people in your life that don't make you feel yeah. good. Know that you're probably going to make way more friends in the future totally. because you will. My friends are, oh, actually. No, I'm good. most of our friends are from Sydney. Uh, yeah. Sort of. I don't know. I had Like a, we've met all of our friends oh, in yeah. our new area now. Definitely. The group I had, the group of friends I had when I was in my late teens, totally different to yeah. who I'm friends with now. Completely different friendship circle. Mm. And the one I have now is like, incredible like we have such an amazing group of friends now so just if you're in a if you are in a friendship circle and you feel like it's not quite right or you're dealing with drama or like a little bit of bullying or whatever whatever it may be just have faith Mm. that in five years down the track you're probably going to have an amazing group of friends and don't give those people the time of day don't let them disturb your peace okay maddie Mm. stop (laughs) how do you start enjoying your life when your mindset is at a low point and has been for ages? Mm. I think the first step, I think the first step, you know what I think the first step is? I was saying to you before, I think the first step is to not be hard on yourself. Mm. Is to recognise that, and this is something that I have struggled with, I think for a while is, I'm the type of person, you guys probably know this, I'm the type of person I think where I didn't really like, let myself feel a certain way like if I was feeling down I'd be like stop that right now like stop it yeah block it out like block it out let's go do this Mm. hustle like can't be sad blah 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 girl boss gatekeep girl boss yeah and don't get me wrong I love that I love that shit I fucking love that shit but (laughs) I fucking love a girl boss gatekeep I love that but I think the first step if you are in a funk and you're in a bad place I think the first step is to recognize that you're just going through a hard time right now and that's totally fine Mm -hmm. And give yourself, show yourself compassion. Like life gets hard sometimes. Everyone goes through hard phases. Allow yourself to feel the feels, write it out. You don't have to, it's okay to not be okay. Like you don't have to be at optimal high performance Mm. level 24-7, feeling happy all the time. It's okay. You can't, that's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. So let yourself feel the feels. Maybe start to implement I think it helps to have a plan of how you know you're going to try to get out of that place. Mm -hmm. Like if you're just in this place with no plan and you're like, you're just like, this is how my life is. I think that's unhealthy. But I think to have a a strategy of, you know what, this week I'm just going to let myself sleep in. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take some time off work. If I'm in a really unhealthy place, that's fine. But then have a strategy to be like from next week forward, I'm going to set a goal to try and get up and go to the gym. I'm going to set a goal to not order takeaway. I'm going to set a goal to not drink next week, whatever it is, have a plan. And I think that's kind of the first step to getting you out of a bad place. Also talk to your friends. Mm. It's okay. Like it's fine to lean on your friends, Mm. talk to your family, tell them where you're at, go see professional help. If you are really worried, concerned about either yourself or a loved one, there's ways to go about it. I completely agree. I think, like you said, it's just do start small. Yeah. You know? When I'm in a funk now, I know that the only thing I can do, the only thing that works, because I've tried many methods, mm. is it's like I just set a wake up time mm-hmm. and, and make my bed, right? So Perfect. I'll be like, I'm going to get up at, let's just say, seven, if mm-hmm. that's the time I'm aiming for. I'm going to make my bed. And it's then a great idea. I'll just journal or something, yeah. right? 
And then from once you get in the routine of doing that, mm-hmm. then I'll add a walk. Yeah. Or I'll add the gym. And then you just keep start, adding and start adding. Light, yeah. But if you just go so ham at the start and you put all this pressure on yourself to do all these things and then you can't do it, mm. you just then you're like, oh, you know, mm. more chance to un- quote unquote fail, you know. So I think just start small and reward yourself for doing like the small yeah. things. You picked up the clothes off the floor and did the washing it's like maybe oh have a shower today yeah like thank yeah. you so like that's so good like play some music like you know like yeah it doesn't have to be huge extravagant life-changing like things that you're doing to make you feel good it's just little things little things mm. yeah agree amen, amen. preach <laughs> preach sister oh one more <clears throat> and cool. a vision board oh we love a vision board around here guys we truly do i think just having a new vision board to look at yes make it your wallpaper make it on canva make it on powerpoint whatever yep. the hell you're into i don't know photoshop indesign mm. how, how techy are you girls yeah get creative baby. Do some, cut <laughs> it out old school scrapbooking <laughs> oh, scan it fax it to your mom yeah no but truly having a vision board i have one as my wallpaper one on my laptop and you just feel like you can almost see some direction yes. again i think like you said when you have no goals at all or no direction which is sometimes when you feel like you're in these slumps it's like what do I have to look forward to yeah totally if you're just making up these fun things scrapbooking take up some scrapbooking it's true though you need to have you need to have some direction or way Mm -hmm. out even if you're not there yet just knowing that you know this mood board might be for I don't know a holiday or something coming up I don't know yeah it could be anything it literally could be anything it could even literally just be a mood board of things that look happy and yeah you're like I want to feel happy because like you might not even know what your goals are but you're like I just want to feel happy again so you take have pictures of people smiling and puppies and you know things yeah. that evoke happiness anything That's you just have to have board. you have to have something that yeah. just a little push. A little push. Just imagine Maddie and I just in your ears we're just, giving you a little push. We're pushes. just going to give you a little, a little push. Just a little nudge. Yeah. <laughs> How to deal with emotion overload. I struggle to process things, so I always just let it build up. Sad mm. face. My answer is like kind of similar to my last answer. When I feel like that, I just journal. And it's mm. so – I'm not in like a dear diary. I'll just be like – write down what's stressing me out, write down what will make me feel better. Mm. Then I do like manifestations. Like I'll be like, write in current tense things that I want for the future. Mm-hmm. So like I love my new G-Wagon <laughs> and how happy I am when I drive it. Yeah. I don't know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And write down my goals. Once everything is out of my head, even emotions, everything, and it's on the paper, I'll usually tear out the paper that has my emotions on it Mm -hmm. or if anything negative on it and I'll throw that in the bin and it's kind of like healing. Mm -hmm. And then I only keep the positive pages. It's nice. It's like a little ritual. It honestly is like a weird ritual because I can't even explain it, but when you do it, getting things from up in your brain Mm. onto paper, it is different to even putting it on a phone. Like it's like therapeutic. It just gets rid of it. Totally. And then, I don't know, I feel like that's where I start. And then, like, talking to friends, mm-hmm. you know, therapist. Yeah. I agree. I think from, I think my thing would be to talk to friends and family. Mm. Um, and, like, it, it is hard. I think sometimes it's hard to open up, especially yeah. if you're perhaps, like you said, you're someone who it sounds like you always hold things in. So maybe you're not known as being the one that is super vulnerable and open you know how like you've got friends who are just 
It's going to make him <laughs> like, start crying. <laughs> no, but seriously, no, it's yeah. true. Like sometimes I feel like everyone probably has a friend like that where they just always kind of got it together. Yeah. And like you just like let things build up and it can be hard to like want to open up. But mm. I think we spoke about this in the last episode as well, but like hitting rock bottom can sometimes be a good thing. It is. Because it, it kind of forces you to like have to open you up. You have to. And you ha- the only way is up. Once only you only way rock is bottom. up, baby. Tru- it truly is. Truly. So I think force yourself to have those uncomfortable conversations because that is truly how you get over things. It's how you grow. And then maybe next time it won't be so hard for you to actually be vulnerable, open up. Mm-hmm. I agree. Also, get a therapist. <laughs> You're like, this is all hitting really close to home. It's hitting really close to home. No, but seriously, it these these are really good conversations to have. Mm-hmm. Like this, every time we record episodes like this, it's therapy for Caitlin and I. Um, so yeah, just go talk to your friend about it. Sit down and have a conversation. Tell them what's going on, whatever it may be, and be like, I'm really struggling right now. Like, can you just hear me out and just. They don't even have to give you their opinion back. Just having someone to listen to Mm. is a huge help. Yeah, sometimes if you're the listener as well, I always forget this, but I have to always remind myself, sometimes you have to listen just to listen and not to give a solution. Yeah. Because I feel like it's very... Love that. Yeah, it's very natural. Like if I hear something and I'm like, I know a solution to that, I'm just going to blurt it out. And it's like, no, sometimes that... But when people do that to me Mm. and I don't ask for it, I'm like, piss off like yeah. just listen to me like yeah, I just yeah. want to rant to you I yeah. just want to cry I just want to get it out I don't want you to tell me the right thing to do because obviously I know it everyone okay? knows everyone knows what they should yeah. be doing and you're like I just want you to listen to yeah. me but mm-hmm. then again sometimes if they're asking for it then of course I, I love that quote and it's like do you want what is it do you know what I'm talking about it's like do you want compassion or do you want answers or something like that and it's like um, I think it's taught in like couples counseling or something but basically it's like this phrase where they say this to their partner when they're having like a conversation it would save so many fights because sometimes you do just want someone to be like you know what what you're going through is really shitty like I'm really sorry yeah I'm here for you let me know instead of being like just block him, babe. Like, yeah, no, you know? that's yeah. actually so true for relationships. Like, I always have to remind myself that I'm like, just listen, just listen. Just you don't need to provide answers all the time. So, mm. on the vice versa, if you're the friend who maybe your strong friend comes mm. to, don't you don't need to give answers. Mm. Just listen. You're <laughs> really you're really good at that. Kaylin listens to me all the time. I'll like unload on her, and I'll be like. This is what's going on. You'd be like, that sucks, dude. <laughs> I feel like you also answer your own questions. So you're like, I know that I shouldn't have done blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I am aware. Because <laughs> I feel like you know that I'm about to say something. It's like, so I, yeah. I, I do know that that yeah. would be the wrong thing to do. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> okay, sweetie. Oh, shit. I actually had a quote the other day. If you just focus on getting through one more day. Love that. And I think the quote was in relation to I can't even remember the original question, but now we're just going on like a therapy tangent. But I love this. This shit's, this is what I live for. <laughs> this shit gets me going. I wish you guys could see what we look like. <laughs> we're like maxed lax on the couch. Like I'm literally laying on my back. You look with like the you're mic- in therapy. I'm having the best time. We were meant to video record this, but the camera died. Mm. So we just really relaxed into So I'm literally laying, like my microphone's pointed down at my face, like laying on the couch. We've got coffee. Like we're just Coffee. Laughing. We're just really, yeah, in our element right now. Um, Anyways, carry on. But yeah, okay. It was this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he had gone sober. Yeah. And he was, someone asked him, like, how long are you going to be sober for? 
and he was like just one more day and it's Mm. like you don't need to like have everything together all at once and know exactly where what every where everything's going for Mm. you in life you just focus on like just getting through one more day and it's like you know that guy if he just didn't drink for one more day and then just the next day one more day it's like you don't put so much pressure on yourself yeah no I really like that and I I think think that goes for like mental health too it's like just focusing on one more day today you Mm -hmm. know you're not gonna be happy every day get through today mm-hmm. do what you can see how you go tomorrow just get just each day just make it each better. day you know, just little things yeah one day and then I think eventually you'll look back and then be like wow I've actually had so much growth yeah all those little things all add up over yeah. time but yeah mm. don't put unrealistic big pressures on yourself no I love that I have zero self-confidence I feel like I have to be tan blonde and skinny to be accepted well you don't you don't this is a really tricky one mm-hmm because I think – I feel like self-confidence definitely comes with age. Do you feel that? Do you feel like as you've gotten older – 100%. I feel a I, lot more confident now. Like I think I was like this when I was probably 20. Yeah. I think I would be like, oh, my God, I look like a piece of shit with no tan on. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I actually forgot how much fake tan affected our mental health it when we were – really bad. Like, 17 to 21. It was really bad. Really bad. We, like, wouldn't go I to I wouldn't things. go – no. Yeah. I wouldn't – that's why – the second I heard this question, I was like, oh, my God, I completely understand yeah. where you're at. Um, so, I think – I think maybe pushing back against that is mm. going to get you there. Like I said, it does happen with age. Confidence happens mm. as you get older. Like literally speak to most 30-year-olds. They are the most confident queens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you're someone who really – you, you're really struggling with this like self-identity, mm-hmm. self-confidence, maybe do little things to kind of push back on that and like push the limits a little bit. Yeah. And you'll probably find when you do go out with maybe one less coat on mm. to start with, one less coat of loving tan, whatever it is. Yeah, you go from ultra dark to medium. Yeah, you, I guarantee you will go out and you'll probably have like the exact same experience yeah. as if you had the triple coat on. <laughs> so I think it's just like pushing back against that and doing baby steps to really build that confidence and reassure yourself that, hey, you know what? I literally had the exact same experience that maybe if I wasn't super tan, if mm-hmm. I didn't hit the gym this week, like you said, you feel shitty if you don't look a certain way. Yeah push back against it and it's it's so shit because I know exactly like like you said I know Mm. exactly how you feel you feel like there is just this one beauty standard that you see like online on shows whatever the hell and you think that that's how you know Mm -hmm. the box you have to fit into but exactly like you said as you get older you realize especially through I guess like dating people meeting new friends Mm. traveling I think I don't know where you're from but I'm going to assume maybe Australia yeah I don't know but I feel like the beauty standard here is just so like I don't know limiting and quite toxic you know Mm -hmm. because we everyone goes to the beach so it's like bikini bod like 10 like whatever it's bullshit you travel and you realize other cultures I've got an interesting fact go on you know in Japan Mm. it is the most beautiful women are the ones who are considered to be the palest. No, truly. They sell skin bleaching. Pro- Sorry, this is like a no, extreme. They do. But it's true. Different beauty standards around the world. So yeah. ex- expand. Also, content you're consuming. It probably sounds like you might follow a certain bunch of influencers mm-hmm. or like you're consuming a certain beauty standard specifically. Mm-hmm. 
Follow other influences or people who you admire who look different. Yeah. There's so many different types of beauty out there. You don't need to be following just all the same style of people. No. And as well, I mean, I know through, you know, dating very different types of guys, I mean, like, to each other and, like, seeing Mm. their friends who are all, you know, quite different. I feel like I've just met a lot of different types of guys. So from their point of view, again, I'm talking, like, a woman who dates men. Yeah. I have met all of them and listened to them and every single one has got like such different types. And totally. I've met so many girls that they've brought into the friend groups, introduced me to like girls that they're hooking up with, the way they've spoken about girls. And it is not one single type of girl. No, that everyone has different. Everyone has different preferences. Yeah. Si- different sizes they like, different hair colours, like mm. different skin tones, like nationalities. Some guys will only, you know, it's just like do uh, not yeah. think you have to just be this one type of person because even if you are this one type of person, you're not going to be everyone's type. Oh, God, so then you're no. going to be like, someone's going to think that you're like that disgusting. person. <laughs> oh, shit, okay, <laughs> but it's true. Someone no, yeah. will look at that type of girl and be like, you, "That's that's I'm not interested in that." Mm-hmm. So I think it sounds to me like it is a lot in your head. It sounds to me like you might be consuming a certain type of online content or mm-hmm. social societies. Put I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I just think you need to expand. Mm-hmm. And follow different types of influences or people online, go traveling, experience mm-hmm. different cultures because I think it'll definitely open up your eyes to a whole different world. And also sh- sort of taking a step back and realising that I know this is so lame. I love being lame. It's right. A beauty or appearance mm-hmm. looks aren't everything. Oh, God, no. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. Actually, it truly isn't. And I know everyone says it, but... It's just, it's just not. It's not. No. It's what's on the inside that counts. How do you get over someone you never dated? Sometimes mm. the ones that you don't date hurt the most. Mm, I've seen that on TikTok. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm trying to be like philosophical. You're like, I've seen that on TikTok. I'm like, <laughs> put a cork in it, man. Yeah. No. The situationship. Yeah, because you imagine the life that you could have had with them and you see them as whoever you've created in your head. Yeah. You don't see you any negatives You haven't seen all the bad parts yet. Because you didn't get to yeah, live it. totally. So they hurt you more because mm. you think they're someone they're not. Yes. Yeah. But then when filling you filling in the gaps in your mind mm. of who they are. But when you date them, you get to see some negatives. So then you just revert back to those yeah. to get you through. Sometimes. <laughs> you try to. <laughs> you, oh, well, you at least try to. You try to, lol. Um, yeah, no, that's that's really true. I think, yeah, when you're just kind of in the early phase of seeing something. I think this is why people that get ghosted get really hurt by it. Mm. Because obviously you probably weren't, you weren't dating and you had a few maybe conversations or mm. hung out a couple of times and your brain does automatically. Like you can't help it. No. The second you start, I'm so bad at this actually. Do you remember that one guy? Yeah. <laughs> there was this one guy that I was like... <gasps> Not even talking to. He didn't, I don't even think he made it to the podcast. He didn't make it to the podcast. But anyways, <laughs> um, it was a couple couple months ago and I just like created this massive, I created this whole life of us together. No, you I went quite from, literally. 
I literally went from zero to a hundred and I was like You also told your parents I told my mum and dad about you him. You hadn't even met him. And I was telling my mum and dad and they're like so excited to meet him. You hadn't even met him. Yet. I literally hadn't I still hadn't met him. Oh my god, that was so fucked up. Um anyway. it's so normal. I've we've done it we you can't help it this is your brain sometimes when you first talk to someone and it's really good for like those first initial mm. conversations your brain automatically fills in the gaps about this person mm-hmm. like i was thinking about our wedding <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking how i'd come to visit him at his work like <laughs> <laughs> what outfits i would wear i was office. really thinking about it. i was really thinking about it and I actually do remember being really sad, like when it didn't really go anywhere. So I, I can sympathize. <laughs> like a few messages. <laughs> <laughs> it was potentially. Oh my like god! Ten, that is ten messages back and forth, top, tops. And I was and like, you were so he rocked. is the love of my life. You were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I literally was so rocked. I remember <laughs> going on a walk with my mom and dad, like. <laughs> <laughs> we were like stalking him together. I was like, "Yeah, he's so hot." <laughs> but like, the, it was just oh so funny because, God. like, truly, it was just—it was like nothing. literally nothing. It was nothing, but I couldn't help it. Like, my brain put mm. together this story of who I thought he was, mm. and so I do. It is hard when you lose that, and you're losing like you're losing the story that you've created in your head. Mm. So remind yourself of that. If you're in a situation ship, you've been ghosted. Something's happened. You, I think you're you're not actually mourning the person, the loss of the person. Mm. You're mourning the image that you created of them. The idea. And remind yourself, they were probably, I mean, okay, let's not get super like, it sounds like I hate men. I don't hate men. but I despise them. They were probably <laughs> going to end up doing something wrong anyway. Oh, come off it. So, no you know what? Count your fucking blessings, babe. <laughs> Statistically, it would have ended in divorce. Anyway. You guys would have ended in divorce. No, okay, that's we're really joking. We're joking. We're joking. If it was meant to work, it would have worked. Yeah. And we don't even Preach. know who he is, so. Yeah. But, I mean, I think you just treat it the same as a normal breakup. Like, cut them off, block them, you know. Yeah. Listen to Break Up and Glow Up. Mm-hmm. Some practical tips. Mm-hmm. But I think just forgive yourself and don't be hard on yourself for being like, why am I this upset over something Preach. You know, that didn't even, wasn't a relationship. And it's like, let's just, you know, feel mm-hmm. the feels. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It doesn't matter if you didn't have the title. No. You know, or if it wasn't that serious. Also, if it's taken you a long time to get over and they're fine and you're like, why do I still feel like shit? That's fine. Like, don't give it, give yourself, show yourself compassion. Mm. Like, it's normal. What you're feeling is normal. Don't give yourself a hard time. Ride the wave. Listen to break up and go up. Is that what it was called? Yeah. And it's all good. Yeah. You will meet someone else statistically. And then go back and listen to um, Alone But Not Lonely. Preach. I think that – do you know what? I think that episode is probably one of my favourite episodes. Me too. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Snaps for Alone But Not Lonely. Snaps. We recorded it about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I really I mean, enjoyed it. longer than that now. Anyways, everyone, that is it for this week's episode. We hope you have enjoyed this Ask GC session. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. It's been real. As usual, a little bit of housekeeping. Oh, um, knock knock housekeeping yes, here. Please make sure everyone goes and follows us at Girl Code the Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and also our Facebook community group. We love posting in there. It is a little retro, but we love it. You can also um, post anonymously now in our group, which is really fun. Wow. I don't know if you saw that, but there's I a did feature. Not see that. Wait, what? Yeah, That's so wild. When you go to post on Has in anyone the, done it yet? Yeah, I've got a few. <gasps> 
You can change it to anonymous so that way no one can see it's a secret. Wow. Which is really fun. So if you have like a dilemma or something and maybe we can't get to it and you want to post it in oh, the group, so cool. you can absolutely do that yeah. as well. Or if you want it, us to read it out, we might also yeah. as well. So there you also, go. Also, make sure if you listen, please share, tag us. We'd love to see you guys listening to the podcast. Amen. And also give us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode. Look, we really don't ask for a lot. We don't ask for a lot, Okay. <laughs> It's not a lot. So <laughs> thank you for doing all, everything we've asked for. <laughs> and if you do not love do you. everything we've asked for, do not come back next week. Yeah. I'm just kidding. And five-star review. Okay, five bye. Five-star. Love you. Bye. <laughs>